This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let me tell you guys something. As guys, as men, whenever you dress up, you want to go out, you want to be feeling good. And me personally, I'm super picky about my shirts. I want it to fit my arms right. I want it to fit my wrist right, my neck right. The length has to be perfect. And Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Plus, you get to personalize all the details, including your label, lining, and your own monogram. RJ Barrett's brand new collection with Indochino just dropped. Featuring limited edition fabrics and jacket linings, RJ helped pick out and design. Indochino's process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom, or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more. Incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. And that message was brought to you by Blue Wire. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode 58 of the Raider Cody Podcast. I'm your host, Raider Cody. This podcast is being brought to you by Indochino, Harry's, and Roman. And if you haven't noticed, this episode already sounds a little bit different, and I'm happy to announce... You know what? No. I'm going to let the man himself tell you. Kenny King Jr., this is real talk. Tell the listeners what this is all about. Raider Nation, what's up, baby? It's your boy, Kenny... King Jr. Real Talk is going to be the same stuff that you hear after the game, post-game, breakdowns and all that, but we're going to add a little more flavor to it. We're going to add a little more spice. We're going to take peel it back a little bit more. We're going to make it a little more raw, unfiltered. This is going to be a time where we can sit down and have that barber, barbershop discussion and talk about football and talk about what's going on in the league and you know even some pop culture. Who knows? But we're going to have some fun. It's going to be a fun ride. That's what I'm talking about. And speaking of off-topic situations, you called me out, man, on our fantasy football matchup, dude. Come on, man. (laughs) Why you got to do your boy like that? What is up, dude? Hey, man. I would have done it to anybody. I did it to Adam Rank when I beat him. Uh, I didn't do it to Darren. (laughs) But uh, 
it's because I didn't want him to beat me up, but uh, and I didn't want to end up on his list. But um, I had to, man. You know, I beat you twice this season. I swept you, <laughs> uh, and you know that's that's what I got to do. You know, as as your co-host here. Look, man. Look, man. <laughs> look. The, here's my thing. I got three leagues, and I didn't set any of my lineups this week, dude. Look, that ain't my problem. Look at our game. Look at our game. Hel- LaShawn McCoy, he was a healthy scratch, but he's he's my first running back in my starting line. Valdez Scantling, well, he, he laid an egg on me. So, I mean, that doesn't really count. He still got me a, a goose egg, but he was playing, so he has no excuse. I had I had Eagles in there, and they were on their buys. My tight end, Zach Ertz, and Miles Sanders are in there. They're on a buy. I didn't even have a defense. Like, they weren't even on a, on a buy. I just had nobody in my lineup. So, Kenny King Jr., you got a free pass. I'll just say I gave you that win. <laughs> You gave me that second one. I beat you the first one fair and square. Then. Uh, yeah, you did. You did. You got me the first time, but you got the sweep uh, by default, I guess, man. But uh, yeah, I'll take it. But Kenny King, man. I mean, this is this is a full blown show now, so we got some segments to get through. Are you are you ready to jump in the first one, man? Bro, I was born ready. Kenny King, real talk. The P word. Bro, I think thought this was a family show. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about the P word, Kenny King. You know what that is? Plus. Let's get it, huh? Playoffs! Can we talk about playoffs right now? Playoffs! We can talk about playoffs. It's going to take a lot to make the playoffs. Look, we're in the hunt. We are deep in the hunt right now. I mean, look, even though we're 5-4 and four and it's still, you know, right past the midway point, we are deep in the hunt. We're half game back behind the Chiefs right now, and the Chiefs are playing some bad football. Yeah. You know, we just beat the Chargers. It was a very close game on Thursday night, short rest. Our defense balled out, and we, we already talked about that. But let's look at this going forward. You got the Chiefs and the Chargers playing this Monday night, and they're playing in Mexico. And I look <laughs> at that as more of a home game for the Chargers than it is for the Chiefs. It's a shorter travel. Uh, it's a it's actually unfamiliar territory for both of them, uh, as they both haven't played in that. But I feel like the Chargers have a legitimate shot to beat the Chiefs in this. Yeah, it's kind of like the London games. The Mexico games are the same way. It kind of gives them, uh, I mean, anybody's game to win, right, at that point. So, yeah. um, and it's nice because now it's going to come down on us. We're going to be able to watch our Sunday game. And, you know, we expect to come away with a W every single Sunday. So I expect to come away with a W against the Bengals. And then we get to sit back on Monday night and see what happens. I mean, this could literally, on Monday Night Football, it could shake up the AFC West this week. Dog, I mean, if if things go as they're supposed to go, if we beat the Bengals on Sunday, if the Chargers beat the Chiefs on Monday, we're looking at a completely different landscape. You're looking at the Raiders now sitting, will be sitting at six and four. You'll be looking at the Chiefs sitting at six and five. We're going to be leading that division. Yeah. You know, the Chargers, they can either go one way or the other. Uh, The way that they've been playing, you can never really tell with them. We know what the Broncos are going to do, um, so we kind of know how the AFC West is going to sh- is going to sh- shape up. But I think that we we are in a good position. I think that we have a good opportunity uh, to really look forward to the playoffs. Now, obviously, we have to get through this game. We have to get through this week. We need some chips to fall into the into place. Uh, but I think that this is an opportunity where we can we can really start if we win this week we can start talking about playoffs more seriously yeah these next two weeks were set up i'm not going to say that they're for sure wins i'm going to say that they're favorable matchups yep. um we've set ourselves up i mean we're in a position where a half game back 
where, I mean, the Chiefs have a pretty tough end of their schedule, and the Raiders are looking at their combined opponents for the rest of the season are 24 and 42 as their combined record. So, I mean, and that's starting off with, I mean, they were like almost a 600 team. Like, on average, the teams that we played the first part of the season, these first nine games, they were like almost a six, they were 600 teams, basically. Yeah. I mean, they were good football teams all together. We played like one losing team, and it was like the Broncos, right? So now we're dealing with a bunch of teams that are either like a couple that are tanking, like the Bengals, the Bengals and the Jets, um, or we're dealing with teams that just aren't really that competitive. And the thing is, is you can't take them lightly because it's any given Sunday. And I feel like sometimes it's too easy for the Raiders to play down to their opponent. Like they mm-hmm. don't get aggressive all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's time that we capitalize on this in these next two weeks and we take command of the AFC West on Monday and we keep it. Absolutely. I think the other thing too about this Bengals game, um, it's going to be a big game for, you know, for both sides. You know, this is Paul Gunther's old team, so he's going to want to coach really well against them. And this is Paul Gunther's old team, and they're going to want to play really well against him. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's still the same defensive players that, that were there when he was there. Um, they're going to want to show out, mm-hmm. and they're going to want to try to get to our offense, and they want want to try to get to get to Carr and get to Jacobs and shut us down. And he's going to want to try to shut them down. And we're playing against a rookie quarterback, and I think that you know he's going to have to continue to do what he did coaching that he did last week and and be aggressive attack the ball attack the quarterback and get after it but at the same time where we need to improve is in the running game you can't you can't look past joe mixon granted he's not having the best year the guy is a powerhouse he's a powerful runner and we need to be able to stop him agreed now kenny king moving forward I got a controversial topic here for you. I got a controversial comparison. Do you know what that is? Uh, would it have to, anything to do with a guy that's not here anymore and how hard it is to find good pass rushers? It's hard to find good pass rushers, Kenny King. It really is. But now Benson Mayoa and Khalil Mack. That's my comparison that I'm looking at right now. Oh, okay. Spicy. Now, I mean, obvious right off the top. Everything that's been talked about right now is that Benson Mayoa has more sacks than Khalil Mack. In the last two weeks, I've been sitting here telling myself, uh, okay, yeah, it's just, you know, they're sacks. Like, the stats are one thing, but mm-hmm. you watch Khalil Mack play football, it's completely different. But I dug in a little bit deeper, and things are kind of, I mean, I don't want to say a level playing field, but, I mean, the Raiders came out on a pretty good side of the trade right now kenny king do you have um any opinion i, I mean i mean i got i got some stats here on list list off but kenny king do you have a little bit of an opinion on the benson mayoa versus khalil mack comparison you know what i will say on the benson mayoa versus khalil mack comparison is you know obviously khalil mack is a generational player and we've seen what khalil mack has done year in year out um he's a player that can take over a game he's a player that has won uh, ball games for for his team. Uh, he won two for us. He won the Buffalo game and the and the Carolina game for us. Um, but you know, look at Benson Mayo and what he's doing. And you know, the guy was brought in on a one year contract. After we let him go, he went to the Cowboys. He came back, and he's playing very limited time. He's not playing a majority of the snaps exactly. And he's out there making these plays, and he's out there doing it on dare I say a better defense than what we had in 2016. Uh, hey, 
I'm here for it, man. And here's the thing. is here, This is what I want to look at. I broke down pretty much all the main stats that you can look at. Um, Khalil Mack, right? He's had, he's had 550 total snaps. Mayo has only had 188. Pass rushing snaps. Khalil Mack has 332 pass rushing snaps. Benson Mayo has 145. Wow. So you, under half, right? He's basically under half the usage. Khalil Mack has 44 pressures. Benson Mayo has 22. Okay. Khalil, Khalil Mack has six sacks. Bayoa has eight. Khalil Mack has four quarterback hits. Mayoa has one. Mack has 34 hurries. Mayoa has 13. Now this is where it kind of steps up. Khalil Mack has 27 tackles. Mayoa only has two. And they both have three forced fumbles. Now the difference is on the tackles. Khalil Mack has 186 run snaps. While Mayoa only has 34. So what I wanted to do is obviously we have a bunch of part-time defensive ends trying to fill in for Khalil Mack. So you know what? We're going to combine Benson Mayoa right now with our boy, Max Crosby. Mad Max. Mad Max. These two combined right now. They got 400 pass rush snaps combined compared to Khalil Mack's 330. So just a little more, right? They have 47 pressures compared to Max 44. They have 11 sacks compared to Max 6. They have 31 hurries compared to Max 34. They have five quarterback hits compared to his four. And they have five forced fumbles compared to Max 3. So, virtually right now, those two guys are combining for the same production. They have the same amount of usage. If not a little bit more, especially in the sack numbers, but Crosby and Mayoa contracts, <laughs> they, co- they combine for $2.4 million this year. Well, What's Max? <laughs> th- yeah, exactly. He, he, he's like uh, he has like ni- nine hundred sixty thousand or something this year, right? And Mayo was on his one year deal. That's like one point six or one point seven million. While Khalil Mack counts for twelve million this year, but then over twenty four million for like the next five years after that. So what a bargain! Tell me right now, given those numbers, how do you feel? You know what? I feel good. I mean, you know, you look at you look at those stats, you look at the numbers, you look at the money that's that's put up. Uh, we were able to build this team. We were able to build this team with draft picks. We were able to add notable free agents. We were able to get Trent Brown. We were able to get Vontez Perfect, even though he's you know he's suspended right now. Uh, we were able to get this guy that came to the team, but we didn't even have to pay him, so I'm not going to talk about him. Uh-huh. Uh, and we were able to draft the best young if not the best running back in the league well that's what i'm saying that whole comparison was just by who we tried to replace you know what i mean that's not even the the what we got out of the trade that's not even like the, the composition so looking at what we got in return kenny king what well, are we dealing with compared to the bears uh well what we're dealing with compared to the bears is we have one we have two first round picks, right? We have yeah. this year, which was Josh Jacobs, and we have next year, which is to be determined. Uh, looking at the way that the Bears are playing, it looks like it's going to be a top ten pick. Um, so we'll start looking at that towards the end, you know, towards the end of the season as we get through the offseason and all that. But looking at Josh Jacobs, I got some stats for you here. The Bears this season had 181 attempts rushing. They had 644 rushing yards. Hmm. And to this date, they have five rushing touchdowns. Mm, okay. Eh, not bad, right? Hmm. That's the Bears' offense as a whole. The whole rushing offense. Okay. Yeah, not not David Montgomery, not Tariq Cohen, not Mitch Trubisky. That's the Bears' 
rushing offense as a whole. Okay. Now, this guy number 28 over here in the silver and black. Offensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. To speak it into existence. Josh. All day. Jacobs. Yeah. 168 attempts. 811 rushing yards. Woo! Seven touchdowns. And that's just on the season so far. And he's been limited like three games, right? He's been limited three games. Look, the guy had... He had a, an illness that kept him that kept him out for most of the Vikings game. Uh, he had dropped ten pounds, and he was you know wasn't feeling well. He had a grind uh, before that. Yeah, he's been battling a shoulder injury all season. Yep, and he's still putting up these numbers. Yeah. And he's averaging four point nine yards a carry. Yeah, let this dude get accustomed to the weight that's on his shoulders right now. Because I mean, we we talked about this. I mean, he's fresh, but I mean, this is a workload that he's not used to. His body's not quite used to it. Give him one season. Let's break him into the NFL. And I mean, you give this kid sixteen games at full go. Oh, <laughs> uh, dare I even need to say it? This, I mean, you're going past offensive rookie of the year. You're pushing. I mean, offensive player of the year. I mean, you're pushing. We're looking at a future Hall of Fame running back with the talent. He just needs the health, and he just needs to be out there on that field. I'm telling you, this dude is no special. No doubt. He's. I mean, he's already broken every Raiders rookie running back record. He brought, He broke Marcus Allen's. He broke Bo Jackson's. And granted, Marcus Allen was playing on a, on a limited year. Would his rookie year was you know ha- dealt with the strike. But you know, look at what this kid's doing. Yeah. I love it. Kenny King, we got to take a short break here, provided by Blue Wire, friends over there at the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And when we come back, we could be joined by a special guest of ours. So we'll be right back. Kenny King, real talk. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave? It hasn't changed much. The ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge you to add gimmicky features to their razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters. Sharp, durable blades at a fair price. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. They've cut out the middleman, manufacturing blades in their own German blade factory that's been owning precision blades for a century. Which means you get incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. And there's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash blue wire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash blue wire to start shaving better today. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com bluewire and complete an online visit. 
Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. So joining me now, my buddy Oos, man, a music producer, owner of Slap House Recording Studio, man, the mastermind behind my premium content remix and this dope beat that we're unveiling right now on our Real Talk Oose. episode. Oos, man, what is up, man? Man, my guy, good. What's going on? Just chilling, Later man. Nation was good. Yeah. Chilling, baby. What's good, man? <laughs> I love it. Oos, so, I mean, I kind of just, you know, hit you up few weeks ago randomly you know we're, we're putting together this premium content i follow we followed each other on twitter for a while now interacted a little bit little did i know this dude was going to have a full-blown studio and be a complete mastermind of the beats tell us a little about what you do man yeah okay so i own a music studio recording like um made beats for like local artists bay area artists my uh like sobrbe i am sue made it on a couple albums there so just local and then uh, recording. I'm an engineer, so that's what I do. Yeah, I was gonna say. I love what I do. You've been so, you've been mixing up some good stuff, man. I appreciate you uh, doing everything for my podcast, bro. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, bro. My uh, my new intro is dope, bro. I, yeah. I, I was slapping. I was slapping on the way home today. I was like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> there I was like, we go. Yeah, I got I got to come through for my guy. There we go. Dude. Kenny King, man, this dude's a big Raider fan. Let's uh, l- let's dig into his brain a little bit, man. Oh, who's your favorite player of all time? Of all time, Charles Woodley. Yeah, Ooh. Charles Woodley. Hey, the goat right there, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's a, my favorite player of all time for sure. Is Charles Woodley for sure. That's where I man, said you just, too. Uh, man, you just scored major points in Cody's book because that's his favorite <laughs> player of all time, too. Dude, I barely <laughs> bought another jersey. I, I've owned Charles Woodson jerseys ever since I was little, little, little. Like, I owned, like, a Napoleon Kaufman little, like, kid locker room set. It wasn't really a jersey. It said, like, Raiders on the front. It was, like, you know, kind of ghetto made. But right. I owned Charles, I owned the Charles Woodson silver jersey, the away jersey, the old C. Woodson jerseys. I had them all, man. And even like when he was in Green Bay, I was still rocking my silver and black Charles Woodson 24 jersey. And that was my wife's first jersey. She still rocks the Woodson jersey. And Wait, I, when did she get the jersey? Uh, she got it. No, dude, that's messed up. She got it literally two months before he announced that he was going to retire after the, at the end of the season. Dog. Okay, dude, that so was the first one. I don't know if you know the backstory on this. Cody's wife, whenever she gets a jersey, the player either retires, gets traded, or something happens to him no yeah see um <laughs> she had the woodson jersey and then and then he uh said he, it was literally because it was like he, she got it right before the season started right and it was mid-season he announced that he was going to retire at the end of the season so then the next uh, season you know we start watching some football um and by the end of the season we got her a michael crabtree jersey and I mean, this was like maybe it's two. I mean, she's had the Wilson jersey for like a year or two, right? At this point, well then, Crabtree's gone. Uh, she no, ain't, <laughs> she ain't getting nothing from now on. And then, okay, hey, that's no. not, that's not hey, the end of it. From now on, she's getting a Philip Rivers jersey, bro. Uh, she's getting a Von Miller jersey. She's bro. getting a Pat Mahomes jersey. No, then came the Cooper, getting- <laughs> Cooper jersey. Cooper came in right before the season started. Cooper jersey came in. Bam, he got traded. Right, oh, like five weeks later. Right. Then, at the end of that season, she says, I'm going to get a Khalil Mack jersey. 
That Khalil Mack jersey showed up on our porch four hours after Khalil Mack got traded. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. So yeah, Beth, Beth gets no more jerseys. Hey, don't get her a Jacob's jersey. That's no, all I, I say, ain't bro. getting her. She ain't get nothing. She ain't get nothing. I'm gonna get her. I, I, I mean, I should have got her that Johnny Townsend jersey to get him out of there a little sooner. But should have got right. her. Uh, should have got her a Gary on Conley jersey the beginning of the season. <laughs> but Oos, man, you're from the Bay Area. Do you go to games often, man? What's your What's your ritual, man? Whenever you go down to the O. Co. or now Ring Central, call us him. Oh, well, you know what I mean? I, I try to get to as many games as I want. The London game that I went to, man, that was, oh. that was an experience. If you guys ever get a chance to go to London to watch the Raiders, That's, you guys need to do it. That is definitely an experience. I was actually kind of looking for somebody that was going to London. Um, I mean, how did, did Ra- I kept hearing that Chicago had us outweighed. Oh, did, yeah. did Raider Nation still show up, or what was the deal there? We, we showed up, but, man, I want to say the Bears fans were like – at least ten to one. Dang. They were deep. They were deep. So home, so much for that home field advantage. Then uh, I mean, if you're going to give us an, a, a, our one of our home games, if you're going to move us across the pond, at least make sure we got right. like a little bit of a home field. I mean, here's the thing too: Chicago is coming off a big season, so their fans are all fired up, right? Oh yeah, yeah, they were. They fired up. Right. They were talking Super Bowl in the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, of course they're going to show up to that game. Then they blew it up as the uh, Mac Revenge game. But it made no sense. Revenge for what? We gave him what he wanted. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. didn't want to play for us no more. He, he wanted money. exactly what he wanted. He wanted money. So go get, go get your money. But, but you know, Bears fans, they shipped the Kool-Aid. They thought they, it was a year. We, we showed up. Yeah. That, that's all we did. We showed up. Plain and simple. You know what I mean? Plain and simple. Oops, man. But We're, how about a rookie class, though? Hey. I, I don't know another team that has a rookie class. That's disinfectable, like Raiders right now. This deep, I've never seen it. I'm telling you, I, you know, we're we're disappointed with our number four pick, Cleveland Farrell. I mean, he he played really great this last game, and I am still pulling for him uh, to have a big turnaround. Uh, but he's definitely had a disappointing start. But I mean, when you look at it, there's probably like three players in there that I wouldn't have minded. Like I'd have took Josh Jacobs fourth overall right now. I'd have took freaking. Yep. I just took Max Crosby fourth overall. You know what I mean? So it's like you look at the draft and it's like you want to nitpick our fourth overall pick. I mean, this draft class is deep. I mean, I feel like we got a bunch of first and second and maybe third rounders. I feel like we need to even go into the sixth round. I mean, we're deep right now. No, I mean, you know, this squad is really deep. You look at it and, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put a cape on for Farrell real quick because, dude, you know, I, I wrote about this earlier, but dude had played most of the season at the three technique. He's yeah. played the majority of his career at defensive end. And so finally, when they move him to defensive end, what did he do? He showed out. And so if he can continue to do this, I'm going to I'm gonna stand for him a little bit harder. But, you know, obviously, yes, we do want more from our, from our fourth overall pick. Jacobs, balling. Jonathan Abram, that dude is going to be a freaking stud. I, when he comes back next year, he's going to come back with a vengeance, with a bionic arm out there looking <laughs> like Jackson Mortal Kombat and just going to be finishing fools. So I'm fired up about it. Uh, I, you know it's crazy because I asked my brother last week. I was like, "Hey, what what round did we draft uh, Alec Ingo?" He was like, "Nah, undrafted." He, he wasn't drafted. Yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm telling you. That's I mean, crazy. no, we had we you know we had an undrafted punter. We have an undrafted uh, rookie fullback, and then we even whenever Hudson went down, we had our undrafted center. Yeah, Andre James, Andre rookie, James. going in there and filling for him. So I mean, we got like three or four undrafted guys that were playing a pretty big role for us, man. 
that, that just shows you that the culture changed, man. Front office, everything. You know what I'm saying? How we how we uh, value players now. I love it. I, I feel good. I mean, no matter what we do at the end of the season, playoffs, no playoffs, or how far we go, uh, the future is bright for us. So what's so, your? No doubt. I like to I like to look one game at a time. No doubt. Like I I just want to get the dub on Sunday, but um, I'm not gonna be able to talk to you every week, Oos. What is your like for the rest of the season? What do you expect for this team, man? Man, you know what? The beginning of the season, I, I couldn't tell you. I was thinking after last season. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that, that's 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 the magic about this Raiders team this year is the adversity they had to go through. Yeah. AD, the whole AD show. I uh, mean, HBO, Hard Knocks, all of that in the beginning of the season, we were destined to fail. Yeah. You know, after yep. the whole AD thing, every, man, they got no wide receiver one. What are they gonna do? Yeah. They, all the rookies showed up, and then the rookies just showed up. So like, so for me, at the end of this season, I'm, I'm thinking whew, eight and eight, realistically. But I, I like going forward though with the pieces that we got. Ah, I like that. I like that. You can play it safe at eight and eight. I like that. I think we can make a playoff. It just depends. I mean, I, I I've been saying this since the beginning of our season. I think from here on out, our season is going to hinge on like if we can go and get a win in Kansas City, man. Ever? I mean, that's going to be the 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 going point of our season. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. If we get a win in Kansas City, Derek Carr can walk around in any hood and not be touched. <laughs> he did. He did anywhere. Oh, man. Oh, so what you think? You think the Chargers beat Kansas City and Mexico? That's what hey. we were talking about earlier. I think – San Diego. That's what I was saying. I think that – Yeah, I think that I think that they can. I think that the Chargers have a good shot at beating, beating KC. Uh, I think that Pat Mahomes is still hurt. And I think that Andy Reid is a freaking idiot for tr- for trotting him out there with a br- with a bum knee and a bum ankle, and he's going to ruin this kid's future. And you know what? I'm here for it. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I hate to, I, I love seeing Mahomes play though. Yeah. He's, no, he's a great player. And if he wasn't I on the Chiefs, I would love the kid. Ball. Yeah. Right. Tyreek Hill is who we want to get hurt. <laughs> freaking oh, man. sucker, man. Oh man. That's all. Uh, so, hey, tell Tyreek mm. to go to Usa's studio real quick. We good. Yeah. We'll get it taken <laughs> oh, care yeah, of. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My guy, my guy, Usa over here mixing up the real talk beats with a Glock just sitting right there on the mixing board. <laughs> got the extended hey, bag man, and everything. I, I, just chilling. Ah, I love it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got to keep, I, I got too many people that love me, man. I can't no, let nobody take me from them. Facts. No Facts, man. Usa, thank you, brother, for coming on. Thank you for coming in clutch, man. I mean, there's not a whole lot of people that have come on this show and contributed. Uh, my guy Kenny King's been rolling with us since day one, of course, man. Um, but I appreciate I mean, you're pretty much the second dude to come in and help me with some production stuff, and you've taken it to the next level, man. Like, we, we sound legit. You're legit. You've been knocking out some good stuff for me, so thank you, brother. Anytime. Anything you need from me, just let me know. It's good. There we go. Appreciate you, bro. And Raider Nation, make sure you follow my guy Oos at Oos Nation Music on Twitter. But, hey, you know, viewer discretion advised. Make sure, you know, whenever you follow that account, you're ready for some hardcore Raiders talk. Ooze keeps it real 100% of the time, and I love it. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all. Our guy Ooze is the real deal, Kenny King, but we're going to close out this episode, man. Uh, you got a message for everybody? No doubt. First and foremost, I want to thank my boy Ooze Nation. Uh, dude gave us a fire beat. He's, uh, he's done a lot for the show. He's been a friend of the podcast. Uh, so I want to thank him. Thank Oops. you, Cody, for putting this on. But, uh, dog, real talk real quick. This ain't going nowhere. We here for a good long while. 
You didn't want us to do a podcast. We did a podcast. <laughs> you thought that we were doing too much. We added a premium. Y'all had something to say about that. Well, guess what? We added some real talks. I got something to say. Real talk. Raider Cody pod. We're here to stay. We're going to get it going. We're here to talk about the Raiders for y'all. As long as you're listening, we're going to keep talking. And that's real talk. <laughs>